Carden is Olney's sheriff. Tack Gentry rode away from his home ranch with his thoughts in confusion. Uncle John killed in a gunfight? Why, that was out of reason. The old man wouldn't fight. He never had and never would. And this Dick Olney was sheriff? What had become of Pete Liscombe? No election was due for another year, and Pete had been a good sheriff. There was one way to solve the problem and get the whole story, and that was to circle around and ride by the London ranch. Bill could give him the whole story, and besides, he wanted to see Betty. It had been a long time. The six miles to the headquarters of the London ranch went by swiftly, yet, as Tack rode, he scanned the grassy levels along the Maravillas. There were cattle enough, more than he had ever seen on the old G-Bar, and all of them wearing the G-Bar brand. He reined in sharply. What the? Why, if Uncle John was dead, the ranch belonged to him. But if that was so, who was Soderman? And what were they doing on his ranch? Three men were loafing on the wide veranda of the London ranch house when Tack rode up. All their faces were unfamiliar. He glanced warily from one to the other. "'Where's Bill London?' he asked. "'London?' The man in the wide brown hat shrugged. "'Reckon he's to home over in Sunbonnet Pass. He ain't never over here.' "'Well, this is his ranch, isn't it?' Tack demanded. All three men seemed to tense. "'His ranch?' The man in the brown hat shook his head. Reckon you're a stranger around here. This ranch belongs to Van Harden. London ain't got a ranch. Nothing but a few acres back against the creek over to Sunbonnet Pass. He and that girl of his live there. <laughs> I reckon, though, he grinned suddenly. She won't be there much longer. Here tell she's going to work in the Longhorn Dance Hall. Betty London? In the Longhorn? Tack exclaimed. Don't make me laugh, partner. Betty's too nice a girl for that. She wouldn't... They got it advertised, the brown-hatted man said calmly. An hour later, a very thoughtful Tack Gentry rode up the dusty street of Sunbonnet. In that hour of riding, he had been doing a lot of thinking, and he was remembering what Soderman had said. He was to tell Hardin or Olney that Soderman had sent him to get all that was coming to him. Suddenly that remark took on a new significance. Tack swung down in front of the Longhorn. Emblazoned on the front of the saloon was a huge poster announcing that Betty London was the coming attraction, that she would sing and entertain at the Longhorn. Compressing his lips, Tack walked into the saloon. Nothing was familiar except the bar and the tables. The man behind the bar was squat and fat, and his eyes peered at Tack from folds of flesh. "'Was he for you?' he demanded. "'Rye,' Tack said. He let his eyes swing slowly around the room. Not a familiar face greeted him. Shorty Davis was gone. Nick Farmer was not around. These men were strangers, a tight-mouthed, hard-eyed crew. Gentry glanced at the bartender. Any riding jobs around here? 
drifting through and thought I might like to tie in with one of the outfits around here. Keep drifting, the bartender said, not glancing at him. Everybody's got a full crew. One door swung open and a tall, clean-cut man walked into the room, glancing around. He wore a neat gray suit and a dark hat. Tack saw the bartender's eyes harden and glanced thoughtfully at the newcomer. The man's face was very thin, and when he removed his hat, his ash-blonde hair was neatly combed. He glanced around, and his eyes lighted on Tack. Stranger, he asked pleasantly, but may I buy you a drink? I don't like to drink alone, but haven't sunk so low as to drink with these coyotes. Tack stiffened, expecting a reaction from some of the seated men, but there was none. Puzzled, he glanced at the blond man, and seeing the cynical good humor...